We're two star podcast, we are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Posh and white and southern too. We're the really middle class crew. All with different things to say on internet's pretender waves. Steam ports, wanking claws and Berlin's Graham and his friends. Graham, he's a cheeky chum. Imagining things in football men's bums. Adam likes to have a moan about politics and Apple phones. Daniel likes erotic fanfic and looking at big ball dick pics. Christopher has bad internet. Fotpaloon brown oak. We're two star podcast, we are great. Talking crap and planning hate. We don't do bants cause we're not lads. A comedy accents are very bad. All with different things to say on internet's pretender waves. Poo and farts and dick pic nudes. Graham and his co-accused. We're two star podcast, we are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes swaps to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say. Intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters a bell end. Graham and his friends! Yeah! Brown Note Solo! Well, while we're all in a virtual private internet room together, uh, which Zencaster hasn't managed to fuck yet, uh, <laughs> let's record episode 76. Let's. So. Okay. Hi, uh, I am Graham. I'm here with, to my left is... Daniel. Correct. To my right... It's me, Chris. Hello. Oh, no. Sorry, Chris. You're sitting opposite me. Adam is actually behind me. There's nobody, <laughs> yeah, there's nobody on my right. We're just sitting... Uh, we're arranged like the submarine in battleships. Isn't the submarine a single dot? No, you dunce. What, what, what shape is Isn't the submarine? The submarine just a... Straight line of three. No, the submarine is three with a little knob above it. I've never mm. played any game of battleships like that. Is it? Yeah. I'm just wondering why Why I think hang that. Hang on, hang on. Battleships is, is on a two-dimensional plane, so... Yeah. It... No, well, it's... Well, yeah, no, when he, that he case, it's one like off a... to the side. So you mean like 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 T-shaped? What the yeah. fuck? No, it isn't. No, no. I should... Yeah. I'm sorry I called you a dunce, Daniel, when it... Uh... <laughs> It immediately became apparent, actually, I am the dunce. So, apologies for that. Uh, apologies accepted. That was... no, no harm done. Yeah. Okay, um... well. Uh, so, has anybody prepared a musical interlude? No. No. Well, well I did I... last week, so... Yeah, well, we're not playing it now. We'll, we'll put yeah, it we in post. Yeah, we play it every week, won't we? It'll we will go into it. the episode. Yeah, in every post. Week. We're not, we're not going to sit and listen to it. Oh, okay. We're professionals. That's fine. I just uh, didn't want my hard work going to waste. No, it won't. Well, maybe maybe we won't put it in ever again then. Oh, go on. Uh, but I have prepared on, a little musical something. Uh, and Ooh. Adam, if you have got it queued up, you can now press uh, play. Is this the number one or number two? Number one, please. Number one. Hey, Daniel. Just wanted you to know I'm feeling sexy. And I hope when you hear this... You'll feel sexy too. Let me lick you up and down till you say stop. Let me play with your body, Daniel. Make you real hot. Let me do all the things you want me to do. Cause tonight, Daniel! I gotta get freaky with you. What? No, no, it's just the radio. No, don't come in. Don't come in. <laughs> well, that's um, that's embarrassing. That's actually the wrong. <laughs> that's just something else I was working on. Um, Excellent. Let's. Yeah. I believe let's... it's called a sex crime, but you know. Yeah. Well, from one car crash to another, who has crashed their car this week? Which idiot did that? That would be me. What do you well, do that in for? In my defence, technically, somebody else crashed into my car. Well, had you stopped? Unlikely story. Uh, yes. Well, there you go. That's your, that's your fault. 
in my defence, it was very stupid of me to uh, come to a stop, or at least attempt to, uh, when the car in front of me slowed down. Yeah. Uh, but I did, nonetheless, carelessly, and without due regard for the people around me. Um, and in doing so, a man who was behind me uh, attempted to pass my car uh, directly through it. Whoops. I think yes. you probably haven't uh, deployed your hazard triangle. Well, I mean, in my defence, I hadn't. Hazard triangle uh, is um, a euphemism for my penis. <laughs> well, I hadn't deployed that either. I have to have one every time I go to France. A penis or a hazard triangle? Well, the same thing. So uh, so then what happened? Did you um, nut the fucker? Uh, well, no. So uh, the man uh, apologised a lot and said it was all his fault, um, which made things helpful from a insurance oh, point of view. schoolboy error yes. there. And, have, uh, and yeah. uh, then we shut down the outside lane of the southbound M42 for about 40 minutes waiting for the police to show up. Oh, you're an um, asshole. Uh, mm. And a lot of... Uh, it was fucking cold because uh, yes. it was minus three. Oof. And um, we were standing around just kind of looking at the cars going, yep, that's fucked. Um, and some nice men, uh, kept, and, and some women, but mostly men, uh, drove past and, as they did, wound down their windows and yelled cunt at us, um, which really made me feel good uh, mm, as I was standing lovely. possibly partially in shock in the freezing cold on uh, the central reservation of a motorway. Basically, uh, the real-world equivalent of going on Twitter. I mean, yeah. pretty much, yes. Um I mean, I can only be grateful that I'm not a woman, uh, an ethnic minority, or gay. So have you been uh, injured or killed? No. Then that's fine. It's within the realms of uh, joking about. Yes, I was uh, slightly bruised, but I'm basically fine now. And my car is not a write-off, mercifully. Um, So it is currently in the process of being taken to a garage where they will look at it go... And then charge the other person's insurance company a fuck ton of money to repair it. You could um, ask them to do uh, some some little bonus side, some little Brucey bonus, and uh, like get new. Pimp my ride. Yeah, get some spinners put on, some hydraulics. No, um, yeah, that's not a bad idea actually. Un- undercar lighting. Yeah, say so no. Yeah. It was definitely like that before. And, uh, yeah, it all yeah. just fell off in the accident. Yeah, and you, you obviously have to replace it. If you've got a before photo of your car, Photoshop all of that stuff onto it and send it into the insurance company, you'd be golden. So, slightly to my annoyance, I was I was offered by the insurance company a choice of either a bog-standard courtesy car from the garage or mm. a comparable hire car, um, which I was going to turn down on the basis that, basically, if you have the hire cars, all you're doing is whacking the insurance premiums up because they just charge the insurance company the like 60 quid a day or whatever the hire car rate is. Um, but unfortunately, they basically said that if I wanted the courtesy car, uh, they couldn't guarantee getting it to me before Wednesday, and I wasn't going to walk all the way across Birmingham to work. So no. I had to go with the hire car instead. So you I have capitalist a, scum. Yep, I have a, um, a C-Class Mercedes, hmm, nice. um, which is an automatic, which is making it very Ooh. difficult for me to not randomly slam the brakes on by mistake, thinking oh, depressing that. the clutch. Um, but the problem with it is it doesn't have a rear windscreen wiper. Is it a saloon car? How yeah. does it how does it not have a rear windscreen wiper? Well, saloon cars generally don't. Mine doesn't. But it's really what? fucking annoying because it means I can't see anything out of the rear windscreen. If it's there it's is... fine except when you need to reverse. Well, it's also except also when you're like on the motorway and you want some kind of like awareness of vehicles around you, and you look in your rearview mirror and you can't see a fucking thing apart from glaring headlights because there's a bit of water on your rear windscreen. Uh, well, mine, mine's not too bad. I think the well, the theory is that the the rain just sort of goes off because of it air. Um, it just and that seems to work quite there. well on mine, but yours obviously. Uh, yes, they haven't thought that through. That's so, silly, isn't it? That was very stupid of them. But apart from that, it's fine. It's made it to work and back two days in a row, so that's a good sign. Um, But uh, it looks like we'll be out without my car for another week while they get the parts in and do the repairing and then drive it back to me. So I assume that you're spending around 40 minutes a day doing donuts in your hire car, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, Uh, It's quite difficult to do that in an automatic, but I am trying my best. Well, just Mm. just keep, keep at it. I'm sure you'll, you'll yeah. manage it. Yeah. Um, so, next thing. Uh, if you've only got one toilet in your house and somebody else is using the bathroom, is it acceptable to do a piss in the kitchen sink? I would, for preference, do it in a flower bed. 
but I accept that it is very cold at the moment, so maybe not. I mean, how how are we like defining acceptable here? Well, like personally, or in a kind of wider context, like um, both. From, from a like you know, if it's your own sink, then I mean, yes, it's acceptable. Whether the other people living in the house with you will consider it acceptable is very much down to the individual. Yeah, I mean, aren't they all your dependents, and so basically your slaves? Yeah, basically, if I want to piss in the sink, I'll piss in the sink. I mean, I yeah, haven't, just to be just to be clear. It's my sink, and I'll piss in it if I want to. Exactly. That's the, that's the poem. Well, I no, am I, suspicious I'm... of this, uh, that you haven't pissed in it. Well, I, I mean, needed it's, one. It's certainly you know, made me think twice about washing anything in your kitchen sink. I mean, well, bearing in mind the things I've done to your toilet, I can't really complain about what you do to your sink, so, um, yeah. yeah. It's probably considerably cleaner. No, I just thought, well, the sink, I mean, it's right there, isn't it? And it's a, quite a reasonable height. You could just I mean, I guess it's pop, probably pop better it to do it in the kitchen sink than, like, the bathroom sink, because, you know, people are less likely to be washing their hands or face in the kitchen sink. Mm. I mean, but yeah. equally, I suppose, they are potentially washing dishes and cutlery. I think, yeah, if it, it depends if there is a stack of uh, stack of washing up just waiting there. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bit well, there is I think perpetually. If the sink is, so. I think if the sink is fairly clear. I mean, technically, your pee is acidic, and that's probably a, a vaguely effective cleaning agent. And it's, it's, um, it's sterile. sterile. Yeah, it's yeah. sterile. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's not. Basically, I'm foolish not to. Adam, you stay yeah. out of this with your science. Sorry. Okay, well, I'll try not to do it, but it's good to know that if I do by mistake, um, then you're I mean, basically your, okay with this. I think it depends how how extreme the problem is. Um, how what how extreme my well, need you know, is, or if it's becoming a problem that I do need it. A wee. Yeah, I mean, it could just be like you could just put it down to a lack of planning, really. Well, the other thing is that the kitchen sink, uh, the kitchen sink is downstairs where the television is and the bathroom is upstairs so immediately uh, I've got a bit of a dilemma there yeah well I can understand that That's, that seems more reasonable now yeah um, and the okay, problem well, with to you, you could go in your garden but your garden is quite quite open Public, to yeah. neighbours isn't it yeah if I was going to do that I'd probably just go into a neighbour's house I'd probably invite like ask if I could rather than just mm. going in and start pissing in their sink I mean do you remember when we were out in Guildford and we saw a man look like he had weed on uh, on a door of an estate agent and you asked him and he said, no, I've just weed through the letterbox. Yeah, he was a hero. <laughs> yeah. I presume he had some, some beef with the estate agents. Well, well, I mean, just just I mean, like not them specifically. Has. Yeah, he, the, he, uh, he had beef with the concept of estate agents uh, and... I think more to the point, he had a massive amount of beer in him. Yeah. And, well, uh, less so after that. Well, yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he was a, a bit of a hero, and I went to shake his hand and then thought better of it. No. Because <laughs> uh, uh, they don't provide hand-washing facilities outside estate agents. Shocking. word. Mm. Shocking. Yeah. See, but, if, I, if I was in your situation, and my, my toilet, which is trapped within my bathroom, was unavailable... <coughs> And I very badly needed a wee. I would probably go in my garden because um, it's not really overlooked. You, you'd piss through the letterbox into your garden. That, I hadn't even thought that. That's really clever. That's well, crazy. I don't yeah. know. My, my letterbox has quite a sharp closing thing on it, and it, mm. there are risks. Let, let's put it that way. As long as you don't have those stupid brushes, I think you're probably fine. Mm. Okay, well, anyway, uh, Dan, you've got some news about um, uh, one of your favourite German spies. Yes, so um, I know that at the moment there's there's this thing going around that basically everyone in Britain is incompetent and nothing works. Um, What do you mean at the moment? Well, like forever. But um, I would just like to assure you that even in the world of the Germans, in um, my perfect accent, of course, um, they can fuck things up as well. So, uh, a gentleman who has not been named um, joined the uh, the German, whatever their secret service is, um, and he passed all of their vetting and checks and stuff with flying colours. Um, he got caught a little while later um, discussing um, discussing with people in a, in a random chat room how to infiltrate the German secret service, which he worked at, why, and why you'd want to do this, because he ha- had decided to become an Islamic terrorist. 
they eventually figured out that actually this was probably a bad thing and they should arrest him. And um, and when they arrested him, they discovered that um, actually he lied about who he was and uh, had become a secret Islamist and also had been starring in gay porn films. None of this had been rung up on the background check. So yeah, German spies, not very good. And their excuse when they found when they said, well, why didn't you find this out about him when um, when you hired him was... Well, he did it all under a different name. <laughs> That's quite impressive. Um, I, I was going to read uh, the read the article to to gain some additional information, but it's one of those really cunty sites that says, "Hey, we've noticed you're blocking adverts. Oh, yeah. Did you know that our reporters do work that they should get paid for? Why don't you have a load of shitty adverts that completely ruin your reading experience or pay us money?" It's like, well, I would, but I'm pretty sure if I unblock adverts, they will be fucking everywhere and probably have auto-playing videos and want me to make me kill all the people involved in the site. I, I don't have an so. issue with sites that do that. I think fair play to them. I think yeah. ad, ad blocking. I, I'm sort of in two minds about it because I like stuff to be free. I don't like intrusive adverts, but it is a bit of a sort of blanket. Uh, get rid of all adverts is a bit. Uh, it, yeah. You know. It does well, yeah, have, um, damage revenue streams. The problem is they went through this weird period where they kind of sorted it out and it they most people had got rid of the like shitty pop-ups and full page interstitials and yep. auto playing videos and like mm. background MIDI tracks. And it was kind of okay. And like I'd started to unblock sites that I visited regularly and it was all going well. And then just suddenly out of nowhere, it's like, oh, halfway down the page, let's have an auto playing video. And if you accidentally move your mouse over it, it'll start playing audio as well. Mm. And oh, it's like, well, worst. you can fuck right off then. Uh, yeah, I think in, in general, if, if they say you need to turn off your ad blocker, I'll turn it off, see if it looks like a clusterfuck. If it does, I'll just close the tab and, uh, and not worry about it. Yeah, but, I actually um, visited a site recently that, um, when I turned off the ad blocker, had two small banner ads. I, w- I was genuinely shocked. Neither yeah. of them had any moving parts or videos. It, it was amazing. Uh, sounds sounds fair. It, it does. This happen, is uh, but... this is something that I, I I don't really know what you're on about. Just adverts are on the internet. I just accept it. And I thought... hope that this upsets the cold brew hipster. I don't know what ad blocking is. I just. I just like, see every the now adverts. and then, I just I find myself on a PC where it's just it's just got Internet Explorer, and I open it up and go to a web page, and I'm just like, holy fuck, how do I even find what the actual like text of this thing is? Because there's so much shit just scattered everywhere mm. that I can't tell what's part of the article and what's a random advert for like hot singles in my area. You yeah. you people are the equivalent of Gary Barlow in that you have avoided oh, hang on now. you've avoided paying the tax of looking at adverts and as a result simpletons like me that don't know how to block adverts <laughs> and probably wouldn't do it on moral grounds have to see three or four times as many adverts as as is our fair share. Yeah. Well, I, that and, and I'm, dis- I'm disgusted by it. Okay, well that's fine. Cool. But I'm still not unlocking adverts. Yeah, but also, no. I, I'd like to think that that this would upset the cold brew hipster, knowing that I exist, a person that uses the internet but does not know how to block ads. But maybe just, looking at adverts is trendy now. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Maybe you're you're. When I want to go to YouTube, um, I go to Google and type in YouTube to find it. Oh fuck you! Chris. Yeah, it, no, it is quite a difficult address to remember. Yeah. Um, if I if I don't know how to get to Google, then I go to Bing, and I will Google Google in Bing, or Bing Google, would, if you will. How mm-hmm. would you get to Bing? It just it just it's hard to avoid. I do, oh, go, to, I get true. to Bing automatically. Yeah, there's, 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 so, there's so many things that will just randomly change your homepage to Bing. But. Yeah. I don't you know how to change to my preferences. Oh, <laughs> Vista. That takes me back. So, Chris, which of your items would you like to speak about first? Oh, hang on. I have to go back and look at them. Oh, fucking um, hell. Oh, right, well. no, forget it. No, you've missed out. Right. Uh, so the middle class, according to Mark Carney, are going to be replaced by robots, which sort of begs the question, will people notice if the middle class disappears and robots take their place? Wait for I mean, as well. Hang well, on, hang on. no, because the robots the will need class? oil. No, you are. I'm middle class. No, you're not. I am. You're... I, I can tell you why I'm middle class. 
is that I Go have on. now started buying deluxe little coleslaw rather than the standard coleslaw. And uh, I think that defines me as middle class more strongly no, than, still, than any other factor. From, it comes from little. But it is the deluxe I mean, The coleslaw. fact that you're not making your own coleslaw, it tells me that you're not middle class, Chris. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Graham, true. you, you it know says you're a social well. climber. Yeah. Graham, your child is middle class. You will miss her. Yeah, that's true. I think... Uh, I having a robot child might be quite cool. Three classes isn't enough anymore, is it, really? No, no. I think, um, anyway, so I think Graham's child is less middle class than him. I'm that's sure a good, that's a good suggestion, based on geography. Yeah, I think I think the Southerners are uh, just by virtue of living in the South, instantly score more middle class points than than people further north. Yeah, but north. it's all relative, isn't it? Because compared to people around you, you're probably lower than middle class. I'm probably higher class compared to the, my local people. Yeah, but in fairness, you know, once you go. Below a certain latitude, there's no Denelms. There's um, there's very few Lidls. Um, the closest we get is there's Aldi. A in Gil- no, there's an Aldi in Guildford. Yeah, there's an Aldi. Yeah. yeah, Aldi's a bit upmarket. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, well, I, I can see that class could be geographic. Anyway, I was. Well, thinking... no, you're just you're just uh, you're we're we're similar sized fishes. You're just in a a scummy northern canal, and I'm <laughs> in a. A lovely, uh, a lovely lake on a grand country estate. Yeah, but that makes you look like an even shitter fish, whereas everyone is looking at me thinking, "Wow, he's the best fucking fish I've ever seen." Mm. Eee, look at that <laughs> about fish. Exactly. Hey, look <laughs> at that fancy canal. bastard. So, anyway, what I was thinking is, what do the middle class love? They love caravans. What? Like coleslaw. Coleslaw. Um, no. But mostly caravans. Do they? Um, shush. And I came. I came <laughs> this up. Is, this with, is the relativism. Uh, like what you see as middle yeah. class in the north, you think that caravans oh, yeah. are a sign in of Yorkshire. A caravan is, is 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 luxury. It's uh, yeah. yeah. So I thought I would come up with a robot and caravan themed quiz called Caravan or Robot. Adam, please mm-hmm. press play on the second item. Welcome to Caravan or Robot, the quiz which asks, is it a caravan or is it a robot? Okay, you can stop it now. I don't know. Gotta wait for an appropriate point now. Oh, you missed it. There we go. So, uh, you all have your buzzers. Chris, can you please test your buzzer? Daniel, please test your buzzer. And Adam, if you could test yours. Well done. So, uh, I'm going to read you a list of uh, names of things. They are either a model of caravan or a robot from Robot Wars. First up, Conqueror. Bring Caravan. Chris, you are correct. It is a caravan. It's made by Swift. And it's renowned for its impressive styling, and it's built for using innovative Smart HT construction. This takes the high-end tourist reputation for comfort, practicality, and style to a new level. Next up, Roadblock. Bring! Chris again. It is a robot. It won the first series of Robot Wars in 1998, the joke there being that caravans are also roadblocks. Supernova. Caravan. I think Adam just got in there. It's a caravan. It is not. It's a robot. uh, No, it's a robot that represented Sri Lanka in the third world championship of Robot Wars, which presumably means (laughs) it's the third iteration of the world championships and not uh, a Robot Wars championship for the third world. Because, I mean, they've got other things to worry about. I I thought you meant the third world thing. And discover it is also a caravan. I I did do that, and it is not. Okay. Wow. Uh, There is a Nova, but it doesn't look like there's a Supernova. I accept your apology. Next up, Unicorn. Bring! Caravan. Chris, you're correct. It is a caravan. It's made by Bailey of Bristol. Uh, It's a 10 model range with layouts catering for up to four people, suitable for both couples and small families with medium-sized or large tow vehicles. Next up, Phoenix. Bring! Robot. It is a robot. You're very good, Chris. Uh, It's a robot from Series 2 of Robot Wars. It was an angled box, wedge-shaped, two-wheel-driven robot with tungsten-tipped blades as its front for its body uh, for weaponry. It was fast at 15 miles per hour and featured a star pattern similar to the logo of the European Union on its armour. 
Next up is Pegasus. Bring! Caravan. Chris again. It is a caravan, again made by Bailey of Bristol. Its headline features are a vertical front skylight, recessed two-drawer front chest, which is model-specific, a Dream Sleep soft furnishing system, domestic 133-litre tower refrigerator, Thetford dual-fuel hob with electric hot plate, and a branded radio, CD, and MP3 player. Adam and Daniel are still there, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, right, well, Chris, uh, I guess it sounds like it's just you and me playing, but Marauder. Wah, wah, wah. Daniel. Caravan. It is a caravan. The Marauder was made by ABI, who are now defunct, in 1993. It had uh, a mass in running order was 865 kilograms, and its maximum authorised weight was 1,150 kilograms. Excellent. Uh, Whirlpool 70. It's <laughs> now a washing machine. <laughs> Chris? Uh, caravan. It's a robot. It was uh... a robot from the uh, Robot Wars Extreme spin-off series, which was shown in 2001 on digital channel BBC Choice. And Ooh. finally, for... God, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, I haven't been counting up the scores, but I think it's probably seven to Chris, two to Adam, and one to Daniel. How many have we had? don't know. Probably that's it. Uh, <laughs> but this one is worth a thousand points, so all to play for. Are you ready? Crusader. Bring! Chris. Caravan. Oh. Caravan. Uh, that's a trick question because not oh, only space. was it a robot in Series 3 and 4 of Robot Wars, it's also a caravan made by Eldis. The flagship so, range in the Eldis portfolio is the Crusader, and the 2017 lineup is guaranteed to attract admiration, inside and out. Crusaders are caravans for connoisseurs with class leading specification, craftsman built cabinetry, and general sense of grandeur. Crusader boasts both beauty and brains with a wealth of clever practicalities as well as head turning good looks. So, what kind of commission are you on for this? I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to send me a big check or a caravan. I'd rather have a check because then I'd have to sell a caravan. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, thanks for playing Caravan or Robot. Woo! Bonus points, who can tell me what this theme tune comes from? Blankety Blank. No, it's not Blankety Blank. I hit you with a trick question there. It was from Please Sir, but they did take the middle bit of that and turn it into the Blankety Blank uh, theme tune. Fact fans. What do I win? Well, that's not No, nothing, because you fucked up. You didn't say both on the last question, so um, all points for everybody were... Deducted. I'm sure I made that clear. Uh, so, Chris, uh, you wanted to bang on about coleslaw for a bit. Well, I already have done. I love Great. it. It's brilliant. But I've developed very expensive coleslaw tastes. Oh, that's a nightmare. Um, I, I once last I tried as a treat the deluxe coleslaw, which not only is twenty p more expensive at seventy nine p for a tub, but is a much smaller tub coming in at only oh, three hundred grams. How get you. Compared to 500 grams. Brexit but the thing is, is it, it's delicious. It's so it's so far and away superior to regular coleslaw. So I what do you even... think is better about it? Uh, it's shredded more finely. And oh, right. the, uh, the goo that they put it in is much tastier. Does it have different ingredients? Uh, it has slightly different ingredients, and I think higher quality ingredients, and it's less watery. Oh, that's good. Do you, does it have what you would consider um, unusual ingredients for coleslaw? Because every now and then you'll have a bit of coleslaw, and they'll have stuck in a like a peanut or something, or and, raisin, uh, or oh, raisins. Yeah, that's a good one. A and bit you of think, apple. No, I'm not having this. This is bullshit. This is not right. And then you try it and you think, well, actually, that's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty much a standard uh, coleslaw recipe that they yeah, run. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's little. They don't fuck about coleslaw. No, coleslaw, no. isn't it? Well, well, I mean, I I'm, might, uh, I might go to, I might go to Waitrose, but after my experience of their trifle, I'm worried that they would mm, put some very odd things in their coleslaw. Well, they'd probably put uh, treacle in the coleslaw. So, uh, I read your live tweets on the um, bacon and banana trifle, yeah. and. Just in case our listeners didn't, how would you sum up your experience? Uh, it was horrifying. It was it was really unpleasant um, in lots of ways. And I, I can't ever think why they thought that would work. 
just a I think it's fair to say stunt, we, that we did warn you. Well, well, yeah, but at the same time, I trusted Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, well, well first mistake. I have told you before, you trust me over Heston, and I hope you've learnt your lesson now. I will do. I will do in the future. Yeah, and uh, I will. I think um, the wait. I think Waitrose are going to suffer reputational damage from this. Heston won't. So I think he is taking their reputation down. Yeah, so uh, he, that's he his thing. That's what do he does. A but... Weird pudding for them every year, doesn't he? I can't remember what one he did last year. Doesn't he own this... every Little Chef or something? No. It's like the Queen. Heston Blumenthal owns all the little chefs in the country. It's something similar to her and Swans. What's the connection between Heston Blumenthal and Little Chef? What do I know that is a <laughs> thing? Like, he did um, a show he, where he, 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 he redesigned their menu. <laughs> yeah. He redesigned oh, their menu in one branch. Oh, and um, they dropped him. And they saw it just as a publicity stunt, and he thought that they were taking him seriously. And they were. Oh, now he's oh, and now he's taking it out on Waitrose. Yeah, he's like um, like you know twats who go out with a girl who isn't very nice to them, so they're really horrible to the next one. That's yeah. what Heston Blumenthal is doing now with Waitrose. Well, I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah, well, you should because that's exactly. Um, so on the subject of uh, of what do they call it? Up branding or something? Where you move up a level from from value to normal. And oh, you've yeah, gone up to yeah. the deluxe. There's a proper word for it. Martin Lewis keeps saying it. Upselling? No, no that's what they do to you. Yeah. I think it's just oh, something no. like upbranding or something like that. I think I think the progression oh. is uh, value range to own brand to named brand, then back to own brand but special edition like the deluxe. Yep. Right. And that's. Uh, I think that's the progression anyway. Well, that's the nice thing about Lidl, that uh, there are only two kinds of coleslaws. So I, I wasn't overburdened with this this great progression from yeah. from scummy poor people coleslaw to uh, the coleslaw of kings. I just went straight and to you, it. You have really gone from the bottom rung of the ladder straight to the top, and that's, mm. that's dangerous. Yeah, but again, that's in like... Lidl, the ladder is a very small ladder. There are only two rungs on the ladder. Yeah. It's less of a ladder and more of a square. But it's a bit like somebody gives you a joint and you have your first smoke and you like it, so you stop by a drug dealer on the way home and get some fucking smack or something, an overdose. <laughs> That's what you've done. Well, yeah, and, and I'm I'm hooked now. I, You're on the heroin of coleslaw. I almost had to veto dinner choice today based on the fact I didn't have enough coleslaw to make oh. it, it possible. You are going to have to start. Um, what would you use for methadone for coleslaw? Potato salad, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, I think potato salad would would qualify. I, I think pasta salad, on the basis, it's a bit more boring, like the uh, pasta salad with vegetables, say. Mm, or j- just like a tomato and basil. One well, the tomato and basil is quite flavourful. If you imagine but, like a pasta salad with asparagus and those weird little green leaves in, that oh basically God. doesn't taste of anything. Yeah. But satisfies your stuff covered in goo cravings. Mm. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to um, pick apart what is in coleslaw that makes it so great. I think it's whatever the goo is. I mean, I I feel like I should quote Billy Bragg here. Uh, the temptation to take the precious things we love apart to see how they work must be resisted, for they never fit together again. So what you're essentially saying is you don't ever make your own coleslaw because you'll spoil the magic. Well, or, or to try and try and understand why coleslaw is so tasty. So, uh, so grated carrot um, as a thing, no, not very nice. Shredded mm. cabbage as a thing, not really oh, that nice. bullshit. No, um, rubbish. Mayonnaise... As a thing, great. Uh, I don't, but it doesn't taste of mayonnaise. It tastes like vinegary. You couldn't put vinegar well, in mayonnaise. That'd in be there. insane. There yeah. is something else in that sauce, but each but the sauce by itself would not be nice. <coughs> it needs the uh, it needs, it needs the, the carrier of the the carrot and the coleslaw and the 
cabbage, doesn't it? I've always said, Chris, that uh, what makes a good coleslaw is the juxtaposition of uh, sauce to crunchy cabbage and uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I know that what you're doing is you're, you're quoting a, a very wise man that we both know, um, who I think listeners will be familiar with based on the fact that he, uh, he was feeling sleepy in a pub. So he went upstairs and found a sofa and had a sleep. Yeah. And didn't come back to my house till the next day. Uh, but yeah, he's right about butter, that it should be kept out of the fridge in a butter dish. But and not he's in the right middle about of summer, coleslaw. Though. Yeah, all the year round. Um, I don't think I know his... I don't think I've ever heard his views on coleslaw. Well, I'm surprised that you haven't. He, he oh, On coleslaw? Yeah. You've definitely heard them on coleslaw. You were maybe trying to... You were maybe trying not to listen. Maybe, maybe he subliminal just, messaged you whilst you Yeah, were maybe it just sunk in. Could yeah. be. Well, anyway, that was a nice little diversion. Um, Daniel, you've been watching the new Top Gear or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think it's called The Grand Tour. Yes. And, um, like, the first episode was full of lots of fast cars and people driving fast cars and cool-looking cars and... Some old gags on how bad bits of the other top, the old Top Gear had been, um, and that was fine, and that was good, and we liked that. And then Wait. the next two episodes have come out, and they're just a bit shit. Well, and I'm the, the second one was they went to Jordan and shot guns, and it was really fucking tedious. It and really was. Not it was funny. Kind of a, a funny gag for five minutes, and then sort of oh, they're doing it again. Yeah. And then, is, it's like that Tom Cruise film, except without any of the charisma or entertainment and just yeah. fat white men doing it and, instead of... Yeah. And then they pulled out some shitty queen and you're sort of, what, what is this? I, I, don't, yeah. I don't care. Stop it. That was awful. And then yeah. episode three was just sort of same as a bad episode of Top Gear used to be. Yeah, except and, uh, rather than, you know, pretend to have some theme to it, it was just James and Jeremy pretend to be cultured and the other one... Makes a lot of noise in a loud car. But middle class white men are losing their fucking shit over this. Are they liking it or not liking oh, it? Oh, it's the best thing they've ever seen, and thank oh, God, God Top Gear's back. And, and yeah, fuck you, BBC. And oh, it's embarrassing. Ugh. I, I, I can't I help but get the feeling point. this is a bit like Stag Do's. Because you know how everyone says, oh yeah, stag do, going to get leathered, going to have so much fun, so much fun, going to drink so much, not going to remember any of it. And then when you actually like survey people afterwards and people have done little interviews, everyone's like, oh thank God someone else pussied out a bit so I could just go easy, I cannot be arsed with this shit. I, I'm hoping that's like Top Gear, where everyone's thinking, oh, got to be manly, got to assert that I love new, new Top Gear, fuck the BBC, they're all leftist. Um, but everyone's secretly going, I'm kind of bored of this, what are they doing? I, I just want to watch Gardener's World. Hmm. I suspect you are very naive in that uh, in that hope. No, I, I realise that. Um, um, I'm, based I'm not on what, expecting what, to be right. The, based on sort of how uh, white men are on the internet. Um, I feel uh, this would be a good point terrible. to interject with the cliche, not all white men. Oh, thanks, Chris. Um, no, it is all white men. Oh. What, what am I then? I- I have a funny joke. Um, so, okay, it's not funny at all. Um, where do white mon- white men on the internet drink from? Uh, I don't know. A well, actually. I see. Yeah, it's not funny, but it's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, so- that's funny because uh, white men on the internet, they do a thing called mansplaining, and they often precede that with uh, the term well, actually. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, I, anyway, I've got a, um, I've so got a question. That, can you actually hear me now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. That's okay. Sorry, I, I, I muted myself to sneeze, and then I had no way of telling because the <laughs> unmute button doesn't change. So I had no way of knowing whether anyone could hear me or not because everyone was just ignoring what I was saying as usual. Imagine if that happened in real life, that you, you sneezed and then you sneezed your voice out and then you couldn't make any sound. <laughs> I, I have done that once when I had a really bad cold. I sneezed I, I, and then um, was basically unable to make any audible noise for about two minutes. I have a question that's quite important. Um, mm-hmm. it, you have to remember, you know, when Dan was talking about the um, the spy from Germany. Yes. yes. Did did Graham or Adam whisper 
fuck off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of so you would too to like it was a cat if it was trying to climb on that, your keyboard. No, that was that was me as the message popped up saying, "No, you can't read this article because you're blocking our adverts." Oh, Actually, okay. Right. I didn't hear that. That's all right because I I sort of thought if if you hadn't, then I may be uh, <laughs> experiencing some um, prodomal psychotic. Uh, I mean, no, I didn't say anything, Chris. Or it could have been um, a really unpleasant ghost. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. When, when I'm a ghost, I'm just going to go and whisper fuck off into people's ears. Mm. Well, I'm anyway. glad that we, uh, we sorted that one out. That's good. Yeah, so I, the, the, I'm happy now. Yeah, New Top Gear is weird, because I, I sort of... I watched the first episode, and I did genuinely like it. And I watched the second episode, and I was sort of... You know that thing... Hang on, when, are we talking about New Top Gear, or are we talking about... The, the, the Grand Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I just feel it, it's important to clarify because there is also new Top Gear. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think everyone will know what yeah, people will know what we're talking about because nobody yeah. has ever has watched more than one episode of BBC's Top Gear now. Because it was just I mean at best the new BBC one is gonna be a shit episode of old Top Gear. Yeah. At worst, yeah. that's what the new one is. So they're already kind of at a um big advantage. Yeah, but no. To, I mean, to be absolutely clear, the Grand Tour is better than New Top Gear. Yeah, um, yeah. but but no, I was kind of watching the second episode, and it was really weird because I was sort of, I think I'm enjoying this, and I'd sort of tricked myself into thinking that it was good somehow. Yeah. And then, Home syndrome, isn't it? And then suddenly I, think, I just looked at it and sort of, no, no, this is because awful. the first episode was genuinely good. I think that sort of if if that had been disappointing, then it could have built and it would have been better. Whereas mm. that went in, it was very strong and. Now it's going back down to what, you know, it should just be an average, oh, it's Top Gear, it's just on the internet now instead of TV, that's fine, it exists, that's mm. that's a thing. But people got excited about it because the first one lived up to all of their ridiculous expectations, mm. which is, um, I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, no, it's just a bit shit, and I'm, I can't say I'm that disappointed because it was never a big part of my life, but it was sort of, you know, it, the first episode came out and that was good, and I was thinking, oh, something to look forward to, and now, hmm. no, it's just a bit crap. Now you've got what? nothing to look forward to. Yeah. Well, has anyone seen just... Westworld? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I'm up to date I've with it. Watched the first episode, and I've not watched any subsequent episodes. I, no, I haven't watched any of it. I want to know: is it any good? Should I be watching oh, it? It's quite. I, good. I really enjoyed the first episode. Yeah, it's it's not like high energy, you know, exciting things happening moment to moment, but it yeah. seems promising. And when I finally get around to it, I will watch the rest of it. I yeah. don't seem to be enjoying it as much as most people on the internet do, but I, I do quite. I like mean, to be it. fair, and that's that's largely true of almost everything. Like there'll always we, be people on the well, internet no, writing themselves frantic about the Netflix the series of Black Mirror was exceptional. And there was one episode in oh, particular uh, called San Junipero, which is, I think, probably one of the best things I've ever seen. It was absolutely amazing. And I then read all the, and then, but basically everybody on the internet is, has been twatting themselves over it. And I hadn't realized that before I'd seen it. Uh, um, and then I, I Googled, well, I sort of did a Twitter search for it and thought, yes, this is one time that all of this hype that is ridiculous is justified because it was great. And it's nice when that happens and you don't expect hmm. it. Uh, and another thing I've been watching. Oh, I got back into Walking Dead recently, and um, does that, that get good again? I've never watched it. I mean, yeah, it's it's quite yeah, it's good. It's had some downs and it's gone back ups. Mm. And they've got a baddie in it now called Negan, and he's fucking savage, and it's great. Uh, I don't but, know. Um, I d- I've got no idea what you're talking about. Some kind of television you watch on the internet? No, this is all television that you can watch on your television. Television on my mm. television. Well, Chris probably yeah. can't because he only gets like BBC One, BBC Two, what, ITV, and Channel what, Four. Uh, what channel? No, he, 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 on Fox, you have access to Sky. Or if you don't now, then you used to. So you can't claim that it's because you can't do it. It's because you've chosen not to. I actually, I have uh, FreeSat. That's a new thing. But well, I don't have. Fox I mean, new on is FreeSat. To yeah. me, it's new. Was that like it for two thousand and six or something? Yeah. But you used to have Sky. Yeah, but, so, but before the Fox Channel existed, I think. No. Yeah. No. Not too long ago. <laughs> it wasn't. Anyway, I'm not going to go into your hipster Luddite tendencies. No. Do you know what I do? I uh, I read books. No, you don't. Well, that's bloody stupid. I do, I do. I read no. books. Well, well, name a book. Well, at the moment, I'm reading uh, a translation of uh, The Odyssey by Homer. 
by oh, Eve really... So there you are. That's a book. No, that sounds. It is a book. You're right. Sounds rubbish. Yeah. Have they made a film of it? Um, I don't know. Yes. Have they? They are. They have. Well, I'm just going to watch that then. It'll be better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think that going on the internet and knowing how computers work um, negates your ability to read books. Uh, no. But I do also um, read books. I can't understand things on the internet, so I have to cling to my uh, ability to read. You, you could if you weren't being contrary. <laughs> what would you like me to understand? I under, I Just, can understand some things. There you go. I understand mm. uh, VPNs. Yeah. If you understand VPNs, then you know how technology works. Well, I don't. I just uh, I I I googled it, but before I got to Google, I had I, I had to go to Bing to find Google, <laughs> um, and then and oh, then in dear. Google yeah. I searched for VPN, and then I clicked on the links, and now okay. I have one. So anyway, uh, another website that you have been binging this week has been uh, ratemydick.net Yeah, I've got some really distressing news um, Two Star Podcast uh, unofficial sponsor at this point yep. I've gone to, to go to it to see if uh, if Buddy Partner has got any new pictures that I've not seen yet and I can't get there Oh, it says my, my SQL error no such file or directory Oh no Oh no, what does that the, the, mean? The, the, my web database has been overloaded by all the visitors we've oh, sent to the site. We've we've, uh, we've DDoSed them. We've we've killed their back end database. It wasn't yeah. just, it wasn't scaled to cope with more than one visitor simultaneously. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try my, my backup internet browser. It's not a browser problem. No, it's no. Their, have, their website. We have crashed rate my dick. Okay. Mm. Well I won't be able to show you won't be able to see the pictures, but um Basically, Buddy Partner has been quite busy this week, and uh, he has produced... So, Chris, do you want to give a quick recap for those who didn't listen to last week's podcast? Okay, well, well, Buddy Partner is um, is a multimedia artist uh, that primarily looks at the interaction of his foreskin with uh, various household objects. He uses and, the medium uh, of foreskins. Yeah, and then he documents this art using uh, photography and then internet-based um, picture sites. He displays and it on Rate My Dick. Yeah, uh, so we looked at uh, last week, we enjoyed the picture where he uh, had put a pair of pliers into the end of his foreskin. and He, he maybe had an assistant to hold the pliers, I'm not sure, uh, to sort of stretch it out. And there was an insertion of something we didn't know. Uh, there was a a small miniature vodka bottle, uh, and I realised that we'd missed the trick of uh, failing to describe what you could do with that as making a cocktail. Uh, oh but, yeah, yeah, we missed that Screw chance. That. Screwdriver, you could probably yeah work that yeah. in somehow, couldn't you? I mean, um, don't mean work in a screwdriver. You probably could, but and there was also the mystery object. We didn't yeah. know what it was. Lots of wires. <laughs> Lots of wires, yeah. So he's he's been quite busy, and uh, he's produced some more art, um, one of which is, uh, I believe, I don't think it's a full size, but I think it's maybe a half size um, uh, snooker ball. Or Christ, ball, oh, Jesus. Um, I... Which is quite impressive. And then there's one picture uh, which uh, I believe is called Docking. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. So he's got a friend. Yeah. And uh, does, they have docked does, one one penis in the other. Is uh, the other friend identified by name? No, because <laughs> it's all under the oh. account of uh, Buddy Partner. But he, he didn't like tag him or something. Maybe it's Buddy Partner's Partner Buddy. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, imagine if he'd travelled back in time and he was docking himself. Well, it's possible. But I can't show you any of these pictures because the site's not working. No, it's disappointing. There does seem to be just like a, you know, maybe maybe there's just a sort of general internet outtage. I mean, we're having problems with Zencaster. Right? My dicks.net is down. Perhaps somebody's targeting us specifically. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe someone maybe. is intentionally trying to bring down the podcast. Daniel, have you, piss- have you been messing with Anonymous again? What? Have you have you been totally not. slagging off Anonymous? Not publicly or recordably. Hmm. If if my uh, if my internet isn't working properly, to check that it's working, I'll either try to go to the BBC or RateMyDick.net. Those uh, are the two you, reliable ones. You think, well, as a very minimum, well, you can get to anymore. them. Yeah. yeah, you get a false mm. positive now, wouldn't you? You need to try both. All right, well, maybe we'll uh, return to that um, next week. But I assume on a related note, um, you want to get a tattoo on your um, old well, chap. It's just the thing I've been thinking about. Should I get a tattoo? Well, uh, do you want one? Where, well, where I'm not sure. Okay. I would like to know how painful it is to have a tattoo. Uh, I'm a bit curious about that. I think it and depends very much on where you have it, but... At the how, same time, how big it is? Yeah, it's, it's quite painful. I think, yeah, but in what way? Literally injecting ink under your skin. Well, it must hmm. hurt, but not to the point that it's unbearable, because lots well, yeah, of people have them. How much? I think also, obviously, that the size makes a big difference, and the like yeah. the the level of detail, because the, it's a lot of it's just how long there's a, a man or a woman sort of prodding you with needles for. I think it is quite painful, isn't it? Yeah, I mm. I mean, none of us are, are, are cool enough to have tattoos, well, yet, uh, so we're not speaking from experience, but I would imagine mm. it probably feels like being burnt, <coughs> perhaps. I would imagine it starts off feeling like you're having an injection, but I would imagine it sort of becomes a burning sensation after that. That's that's what I would think. Mm. If, it's, if it's done well, at least. Well, if, if they're using hot ink. They're doing it badly and just kind mm. of jabbing at you with a blunt needle. Mm. Mm. I, mean, so I, can stab other... you. I can stab you many times with a needle next time I see you, if you like. As a practice, I like. I like the yeah. idea of that. We'll just see see if you like the feeling of that. Build up, build up the tolerance. Yeah. So, what what would you have a tattoo of? Well, that's the other difficulty is that I don't think I believe in anything long enough to get it yeah. permanently. How about a tattoo permanently drawn on my body? Yeah, that, that's the reason that tattoos have never appealed to me. Is that I there isn't anything I like enough that I could guarantee I would like it in well, even in six months, let alone in six well, years. I I, I'm, I would go further than that and say that I don't think there's anything that I like enough that even if I did think that I would like it for more than six months, that I like it enough that I would want it permanently embossed on my skin. Yeah. Although having said that, I do wear the same style of jeans that I've been wearing well pretty much for thirty years. You could just, so, get, those, um, you could just get a pair of jeans tattooed on your legs. Oh, yeah. that would be easier, wouldn't it? Save a lot of washing. Yeah, might be chilly. I'd have to have. Can you get like I mean, insulated ink? Just, That'd just be weird. like grow out the hair. Um. Oh well. How? I mean, well, I don't, I don't cut the no, hair on well, my legs. But you'd, so. no longer be, you'd no longer be wearing trousers, therefore you wouldn't have any oh, kind so of uh, evolution would take over and my body yeah, would just we, grow it longer. Think, think about, like, you know, the trousers constantly rubbing against the, oh, the hairs you on your yeah. legs. You know, like, mm. like where, like, you know, socks, and you kind of, around the, the top of your socks, you can wear away the hairs. So if you didn't have to wear trousers anymore because your jeans were tattooed on, then the hair would have an opportunity to grow without being constantly constricted. Okay. And you just naturally grow a, a bushier, bushier leg hair. I, I can think of uh, something that disproves your theory, and that is Australians. Because they wear nothing but shorts, and they don't have um, really, really long hair on their shins. Well, they live in very warm climate, so maybe it sweats off. No, well, most of them live over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's disproved that theory. Well, mm. I mean, like Chris said, there will be a, a, an evolutionary element to it. Yeah. Uh, so there is a there is a reasonable chance that you will simply die because you're not um, evolutionarily suited to wearing tattooed trousers. I think if evolution was going to kill me, uh, it would have happened a long time before. Well, the human race has got very good at basically bypassing evolution by allowing people who are utterly incapable of surviving on their own to nonetheless get through life, mm. as all four of us are testament. Mm. Yeah. So um, maybe we could have a competition. Whoever does the biggest poo gets to choose what you get tattooed on you. Well, I'm not I'm not sure I'm happy with that. Because, well, uh, I think we should, we should put it to the vote. Yep. Adam? Yeah, I'm in favour. Okay, there's three, three against one, Chris. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. That's, that's how democracy works. Yeah. yeah. 
Only, tyrannical yeah. majority all the way. Yeah, we, never, we had a vote. Never you lost. Wrong Get so over far. it. <laughs> stop, stop being a crybaby about the vote. You've got to have yeah. a tattoo now. I don't That's think uh, I don't think analogy, Dan knew all of the facts. Tattoo, Chris. Yeah, but Chris, you should have painted matter. it on a bus. Yeah, I think I think he was misled. Go, going, going by going by today, it needs to be a red, white, and blue no, tattoo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. what a fucking presumably idiot that a red, woman white, is. and tattoo of the ship that wins the competition. Yeah, I'd like you to have the union uh, flag tattooed on your face. <laughs> and, if you don't want um, it on your face, we'll accept your foreskin. I won't accept his foreskin. He can keep it to himself. Well, no, we'll, he'll have to get the, the Union flag tattooed there. Yes, I, it was. I mean, yes. if, if you don't yes, get the flag, Chris, it just shows that you are a traitor to this country. Yeah, yeah citizen of well, nowhere. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be identified as a traitor to this country. Okay, well, in that case, well, I, that doesn't bother you, you should have to, the I'm afraid, EU I'm afraid flag. You have to go back to where you came from. An EU flag, maybe. I, yeah, I mean, I like if that. if the choice was down to me, I I worry that I would get something really pretentious um, and I would sort of hate myself for being pretentious or I'd get something just really really stupid yeah yeah. because I, mean, I the think is, though, the tattoos careful, are quite a bad idea yeah you wouldn't want to risk getting a hipster tattoo because inevitably no. that's going to quickly become mainstream and then you'd be screwed what, what's the <laughs> hipster tattoo well, of anything that you're currently being hipster... So, for example, you go and get yourself a tattoo of cold brew coffee, and then, like, a year down the line, everyone's having cold brew coffee. It's mainstream. Oh, what if, if they not, use yeah, cold, cold brew coffee anymore. instead of ink? Oh, God. Oh. Maybe that's the... Maybe you start a new trend of people just having um, coffee tattooed under their skin. Well, I mean, I and think... Then... I think probably what I would get is a, is a quote. Um, and that would be quite painful, because it would probably be quite a long quote, wouldn't it? Quite wordy. Which, which quote? Well, something pretentious, like um, possibly the epitaph of uh, Nikos Katsanzakis, who's a Greek author, probably said his name wrong. Um, I hope for nothing, I fear nothing, I am free, but in original Greek. Something really, mm. really wanky like that. Uh, you see, that's dangerous. That is, You'd have to be very careful that, like, yeah. you, you know, they didn't go down the uh, the Chinese character route and just write what a bell end in Greek. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, oh, if, I if they did, would. then that would be fair enough because that sort yeah. of tattoo does deserve. Mm. Well, I, I can't think technically it's cultural appropriation. I can't imagine trusting a Greek enough to let him tattoo something in his language on me. Yeah, and I don't I mean, think you could trust a non-Greek to get the Greek right, could no. you? Yeah, that's it. It's it, very you know, difficult. It's very squiggly. What you could do is have an out-of-office message in a foreign language tattooed on you, like that. <laughs> do you see that road sign that they yeah, put up in Wales? The Welsh yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would uh, that would be great, wouldn't it? That's a funny little joke, and then people would laugh at you, but then you'd be laughing with with them at them. You wouldn't really be laughing at them. You'd be laughing at yourself with them. Yeah. See, I think that's sobbing the, later on your yeah. own. That's the route I'm more comfortable with is sort of accepting that tattoos are a really bad idea and so deliberately having a a silly thing tattooed. Why don't the you have is- uh, I don't like tattoos but in a foreign <laughs> language in Chinese characters. Mm. But then they might accidentally um quote uh Confucius because oh, they God, got the be, spelling that'd wrong. That'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Like put hope yeah. or love or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. Well, I think the safest way to do it is just to draw on yourself with pen, um, but get really good at it. So every morning you put it on in exactly the same place. That's a good mm. idea. Yeah. Really a good way to build up to a tattoo as well. Like it, if you if you realise like after kind of a couple of months you really like this, then mm. you go for the tattoo and you, you're okay with it. In um in bubblegum, you sometimes get tattoos that you just like rub onto your skin, and it could sometimes like be Incredible Hulk or something. Why don't you have one of them? What's bubblegum? Yeah, temporary tattoo. What do you mean? What's bubblegum? Yeah, what's is that bubble a joke? It's like, no, what, what it's is bubblegum? Like chewing gum, but the, it's like chewing gum, but oh. you use it to blow bubbles. What do you think I said? I I didn't think no no I thought you said bubblegum, but I didn't right I didn't I thought it was like maybe a magazine or something. Do you, you think get, it was like a sex oh, thing? Oh, I see, right. You get rub-on new drug or... Yeah, you get like in, with, in uh, with a packet little bubblegum bubble packs. Yeah. 
No. And it's, it'll be like Avengers or something. You need to get down the sweet shop, mate. Mm. And what you could do is have one of those tattooed permanently onto your body. I like That'd the idea nice of just, just drawing on myself and seeing how, yeah. how, how it is. Yeah, I think that's a good, yeah. good way to start. Well, mm. uh, I think we've uh, spun this out quite long enough. Uh, does I mean, anybody I'm, have anything else like they'd like to, to... Yeah, I'd like to turn it around and ask each and every one of you, what, what would you get tattooed if you were having one? Well, I mean, as I said, there, there isn't anything I consistently like for long enough that I, it would be worth the risk. Maybe I should get coleslaw tattooed, some kind of tribute I, to coleslaw. I'm thinking, like, if you're going I love to do it, you might as well coleslaw. go down the, uh, the, the product placement route and, and get something yeah. tattooed that people will pay you Can't. to have tattooed on you. Yeah, but um, how much would they actually pay you? Not I don't think they would pay you very much. Uh, well, a few people have managed to get quite a lot of money out of it by you know doing it as sort of publicity stunt things. I think I'd have to raise my brand quite a lot beforehand to really maximise my uh, mm. yeah. my value. Maybe maybe we get the like the two star podcast logo tattooed on your balls or something. Well, I've already got that. Well, the, it, that's based on my balls, so yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, mm. I, I can see why people would have like something to do with their children tattooed on them, but I also don't want to have that. Like their names yeah. and ages and blood yeah. types. I guess I, if you having their names is weird, um, and having their date of birth just makes it look like you can't remember their birthdays. <laughs> mm. But I guess I, mean, I think if the, if there was something that you know was personal to you relating to your children, I can see why people would want to have that, and that's something I could I could say if I could think of something that was so, related to that that wasn't so that's very obvious you understand, and shit. But but you don't have that yeah. relationship with your children. So you don't no, want God, to... no, they're awful. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. one of them's all right, but I do not care for the other. Gosh, I'll let you decide which one's which. It's fine. I'm going to keep this so we can play it back to them at a later date when they can, no, when no, they're old no. enough to understand and get really upset about it. They'll, well, they'll just be amazed that I ever said I liked either of them. Um, Adam, I, what, I think what if you we... do that, they should have to listen to 75 previous episodes. Well, they can watch this one. Mm. Yeah, and um, it'll be like a a big reveal at the end. Um, wouldn't really. You were adopted. We, maybe we should put a twist at the end of one of our podcasts. Maybe that's for that's for later. Um, Adam, I've got one out for the you. Podcast was good all along. Uh, yes, that would be a hell of a one to pick up. Exactly. Uh, I met a man in a um, rock club in Lincoln once, and he had just had a tattoo done on his hands on the three middle fingers on his left hand he had w on the middle one and then underneath that on the ring finger he had a and then s and then d you know like when you're playing a computer game <laughs> oh, god and i said to him oh you really like aswad and he <laughs> and he did not find that funny <laughs> was he of an age where he might actually get the reference oh yeah he knew who aswad were oh fantastic you, you might need to drop in a bit of aswad here um <laughs> To uh, to really kind of explain I mean, why that's uh... I I feel like I I need no opportunity to put in Aswad uh, to mm. dig out a YouTube video right now that I can rip yeah. and Excellent. use. Um, I oh ha, on a sort of related subject of people who've had you know something stupid tattooed on themselves and then realizing it and looking at their face. I used to work with a guy who's got two children, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I can comment to him on what they're called. Uh, I'd like to run this past you. So he's got one child called Connor, and the other child is called Reese. Now, do you see a, the connection? Yeah, I can... yeah. Right, so... So he basically thinks he's... Hang on, doesn't the dad into... No, okay, yeah, sorry. He's so right. from Terminator, yeah. So, yeah, John Connor and Kyle Reese. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if that's intentional. If it's intentional, ah. if I comment on it, then... Uh, I'm pointing out that that's a really shit thing to have done because I'm because I'm questioning it. And if it's not intentional, I ruined his kids in a slightly yeah. more acceptable way than I could have done. But so that's a very th- difficult thing to to bring up, isn't it? I don't know what I should do. No, no, that's, that's you should a ruin good his point. kids. Like, well, I probably well, I that's not there on the just by existing the kids. Like it's one thing to ruin mm. the guy, but to ruin yeah. his kids as well. Yeah, you don't want to ruin his relationship with it. Well, it's pointing out to him that he has ruined his kids, isn't it? That's well, the issue. Why? Yeah, why? I, I don't understand. Who's Kyle well, Reese? Oh, so the, 
you know the explanation I just gave? Yeah. Can, should I give that again? So John Connor and Kyle Reese are the characters in the Terminator films. Okay. So he has either named his two children after two characters from Terminator, or he's done that by mistake. Right. Coincidence. Like, um, well, why would it matter like, either oh, way? Shit, I've accidentally named my kids after Terminator characters again. I think, well, it, it doesn't matter, but if if I'm questioning that, say, oh, did you call name your kids after characters from Terminator? Then I'm questioning that, and surely that's something he's going to be a bit insecure about, isn't he? And for somebody well, to question it, will will confirm his fears that yes, that was a stupid idea. Maybe he's just and if not, not, not that much like, of a oh, nerd. Oh no, I never thought of that. Oh know. shit! Now my kids are yeah. going to have to put up with people questioning that for their whole lives. I uh, I knew a. Liverpool fan who had twin boys and he called them Michael and Owen uh, oh, and then oh I think within <laughs> within a year Michael Owen had left the club Good, yeah, so and, dangerous, um, dangerous route to go down he was so close to calling them Stephen and Gerard yeah. and oh, he went God, to Michael and Owen called Gerard yeah that'd be awful well, it's not that far from like well I mean Gerard is a name yeah, yeah. but it's an it's awful name Yes, yeah, it is. I agree. At least Michael and Owen are are reasonable names, but you can't call a kid Gerard. Well, lots of people do. Yeah, stupid people. Mm. People who are wrong. You named your cats after um, characters in a TV show that turned out to be cats. They they last for like eleven or twelve years, and then they die. Children can go on for as much as well, twenty or thirty years. Well, and not only that, but <laughs> well, the cats aren't going to give a shit that you name them after. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they're not going to get bullied. Cats are basically can't be bullied. No. Even if you're bullying a cat, the cat is really bullying you without you realizing it. They're very sneaky like that. I, I know uh, someone who um, had a dog, and they called it um, Emil. And I asked if that was because of Emil Heskey, and apparently it was not. It was because of Emil Zola, a French philosopher. Um, yeah, and the next really time I, dog. yeah, the next time I saw yeah, that, the next time the I saw him, he killed the dog. No, he ch- yeah. changed the dog's name. Oh, is he? You can and do I that with a dog. You can't get away with it. Had he changed? Had he changed the dog's name to Heskey? Yeah. No, no, no. He changed it to Twizzles. Uh. <laughs> That's, Which that's, philosopher was that? <laughs> that's Emil Heskey's nickname. I think uh, uh, it was more his wife's uh, decision. Uh, he could see that I was distressed that he had uh, he'd changed the dog's name without asking the dog. And so he had to explain it wasn't him, it was his wife that had done it. <laughs> he just <laughs> <started>. <laughs> That that was yeah. I didn't know if the microphone picked that up, but it's got quite good pickup. <laughs> it really did, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's uh, that's on that as good a way as any to. Uh, well, on that disappointment, uh, we have to end. Uh, okay. Adam, say goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks. The end. No problem. And uh, to play us out, here's Aswad. Ooh, ah.